Welcome back again, friends, to Your Daily Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Kurt Barnes, and we are continuing working our way through the story. So now Joshua has died, and the nation of Israel is going to continue finishing the work of conquering the remaining territories of the Promised Land. Except without Joshua and his leadership, the people began to grumble and become complacent and settle down and they fail to finish the conquest that the Lord commanded them to do. This has terrible results for the people of Israel from this point in the story all the way forward. Now they go through cycles in this book that we call the Book of Judges, where they're obedient to God, followed by periods of disobedience and back and forth. So the nation has fallen into total chaos. The nation has been actually occupied by a foreign army, the Midianites. And that is where we'll pick up the story in Judges chapter 6, beginning in verse 1. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and for seven years he gave them into the hands of the Midianites. Because the power of Midian was so oppressive, the Israelites prepared shelters for themselves in the mountain clefts, caves, and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, the Midianites, Amalekites, and other eastern peoples would invade the country. They camped on the land and ruined the crops all the way to Gaza and did not spare a living thing for Israel, neither sheep nor cattle nor donkeys. They came up with their livestock and their tents like swarms of locusts. It was impossible to count them or their camels. They invaded the land to ravage it. Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. Okay, so stopping for a second. This is the turning point. Things get so bad. The consequences of their actions are so severe that they remember to cry out to the Lord. And when Israel cries out, each time you'll see this common theme. When they cry out, the Lord is close. He's willing to answer. He's willing to help. So verse 7, when the Israelites cried out to the Lord because of Midian, he sent them a prophet who said, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. I brought you up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. I rescued you from the hand of the Egyptians, and I delivered you from the hand of all of your oppressors. I drove them out before you, and I gave you their land. I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live, but you have not listened to me. Then the angel of the Lord came and sat under the oak in Ophrah that belonged to Joash, the Abyssalite, where his son Gideon was threshing wheat in a winepress to keep it from the Midianites. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our ancestors told us about when they said, Did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us to the hands of the Midians. The Lord turned to him and said, Go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. But how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I'm the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Okay, once again we see this common theme that we've seen since the very beginning of the story. 
God hears his people, he answers their call for help, and he doesn't do it in the way that everyone was expecting. In fact, he comes to a man who's hiding in fear from an enemy, and he calls that man by this new name, Mighty Warrior. Well, Gideon is anything but a mighty warrior. He's hiding away in fear in a wine press so that he's unseen by the Midianites. He tells him, go in the strength that you have. And Gideon says, pardon me? Are you just saying, like, wait a minute, Lord, you've got the wrong guy here. How can I do this? I'm not only is my clan the weakest, but I am the weakest one in my clan. He doesn't have a very high view of himself, does he? The Lord is specific with him here on why this plan is going to work. He says, I will be with you. Friends, that's it. I will be with you changes everything. It changed everything for Abraham. It changed everything for Isaac and for Jacob. It changed everything for the people of Israel as Moses led them out of Egypt and into the desert. It changed everything for Joshua as he led the people to take the promised land. And it changes everything for you and I. God with us means that it's not going to be by my strength. It's not going to be by my power, but it's going to be by his spirit, his strength, his power his ability in me and through me, not my wisdom, not my strength, but his wisdom and his strength. If you will call out to him, if you will follow him, if you will obey him, if you will keep his commands. Friends, for you and I today, we have the opportunity to live a life powered by the Holy Spirit, to see the power of God on display in our lives and through our lives. And the question is, will we trust God? Will we in faith do what he asks us to do? Or will we, like Gideon in the beginning, make excuses? Excuses why we are the wrong pick. Excuses why this is the wrong timing. Excuses why we are the wrong person for the job. Friends, I want to encourage you today, trust God and obey. The Lord is leading you. If the Lord is speaking to you, whether by his word or by his spirit, trust God and obey. Because if God is with you, and if God is for you, who could possibly stand against you? Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you are with us. Thank you that Jesus told us he would never leave us or forsake us, and that he wouldn't leave us here as orphans, but that he would send his spirit to be in us and with us, that he would be our comforter, our counselor, our advocate, that he would empower us and transform us daily more and more into the image of Jesus. Lord, I pray today that we would be a faithful, faith-filled people and that we would say yes to you in whatever you ask. In Jesus' name, amen.